today on CityCast DC. DC United used to be at the very top of Major League Soccer, but now they're at the bottom of the league. To fix this, they've enlisted one-time United star and English soccer legend Wayne Rooney. Juan Herrera from the District Football Podcast joins us to explain if Rooney is the man for the job and what we should expect from the team next season under his leadership. It's Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. So Juan, Wayne Rooney, he's a legend of English soccer. He's taken the helm at DC United. Why has this happened? So this all unfolded. Uh, The team needed a new coach. They fired their last coach earlier in the season after some struggles with, uh, you know, the team wasn't winning, players weren't playing well, and there were just some other off-the-field issues with the coach, and then management decided to fire him, and they needed a new guy to come in. You know, the team wasn't doing too well. They wanted someone who could really bring an energy to the team, and they decided to go for Wayne Rooney, who, of course, had been playing here from 2018 to, I think, about 2020, and really made an impact here in D.C., uh, you know, selling jerseys and getting people to go out to the stadium to watch him. They think he's the guy who can really be the person to guide this team into the foreseeable future, um, just given how the team has been kind of struggling over the past couple years and not really, you know, channeling that kind of success that they had in the 90s when they were a dynasty. They think a big name like Wayne Rooney, who has the experience as a player, who played here, who has fans here, the, the coaching experience as well. They think he's the guy who can really turn things around and they think he can, you know, be the person to lead this team into, you know, getting back to where they were in the 90s and getting that success. So for folks who might not know, sports newbies like myself, who is Wayne Rooney? So Wayne Rooney was, you know, he played for one of the biggest clubs in soccer, Manchester United. He got his start in England with Everton as a teenager, one of the youngest players to ever play for them. And just quickly was one of the most exciting young players in England, scored goals, was very a, a very dynamic player, a game changer. And then he ends up signing with Manchester United in 2004, I believe. And for them, he just was a, a, a dynamic, energetic kind of guy that really turned the, the team into a contender. They won European titles. They won uh, the English title multiple times. And he was kind of the the main guy before you, the your Messi, Ronaldo's. He was there. He was scoring goals. He was changing English soccer. Was the face of the English national team, scoring goals at World Cups, and just uh, you know, whenever you hear his name, you know it's a, he's a superstar. And that's who he was in England and in DC. Even was a game changer here. Just completely changed the scene for DC soccer. And he's a, you know one of the best ever. And and we're lucky to have him. So you've talked about the kind of up and down nature that the team has had. Historically, they have been a stacked club. DC United won multiple MLS championships. So what do you think has led to this recent downfall for the team? I think a lot of it has to do with just the league expanding. Major League Soccer, when it started out, was just 10 teams scattered across the country. It was very small. No one back then thought it would be the size it is today now, which is 28 teams across the country and growing, almost adding a team every year. Uh, Next year, St. Louis is getting a Major League Soccer team. But it's just, with the league growing and becoming more competitive, it's hard to maintain success if you're not willing to really spend the money to bring in new players. And I think for a long time, DC United was really just 
content with the success that they had early on that, okay, if we're winning now, we don't need to change anything we're doing. We don't have to spend more money. We don't have to go after these players who uh, other teams are going after. And we can still, you know, get success or maintain where we are. We don't have to win the league every year, but we can be competitive. And I think for a long time, that's kind of been the mantra in D.C. is really just, okay, we'll, we'll get by. We'll get by. We won't have to spend so much money to sign players. But, you know, that's kind of gotten them to this point where they haven't won uh, a league title since 2004. And really, it's just been up and down, you know, maybe success here and there. But, yeah, I think it's just a combination of the league growing to the size it is today and other teams wanting to be competitive and spending money while D.C. has kind of just, you know, been sitting on their hands, not really willing to do that. And that's brought them to where they are now. So where we're at now, you know, enter Wayne Rooney. As you said, he played for the team back in 2018. How did fans receive him then? Like, what was the reaction like? So I think it's important to kind of get the uh, the full scope of 2018 for DC United. That was the same year that they were going to open their new stadium, Audi Field, after years of playing in RFK Stadium, which I'm sure anyone from DC knows that was not the nicest venue to host a team. But they get their own stadium in 2018, and to coincide with that, they want to bring in a big name to really you know, bring this energy into D.C. And they go after Wayne Rooney, a player who, of course, was probably one of the greatest players in England, in Europe, in soccer in general. And he comes in at, I believe he was about 32 years old when they signed him. So that's kind of on the older side for a soccer player. You wonder if he's still, you know, the kind of player that can really be a difference maker at that age. And there's always been kind of this negative view of Major League Soccer where they sign players who were successful in Europe, but they come here and kind of just coast. They don't want to try their hardest because they've already, you know, played hard in Europe. Why, why do I have to play hard here in the United States where I can just relax in Los Angeles or live in a nice apartment in New York and just, you know, I play one day a week and then that's it. But um, no, Rooney, the expectation was, you know, that he could be that guy to really bring energy, change the, the on-field product, be make the team better. And that's what ended up happening. But of course, there were you know, concerns as there would be when you're signing a guy that age, a guy of his caliber, you know, you wonder if he still can be the difference maker. And he turned out to be that guy. You know, it really changed the, the face of D.C. soccer here for those couple of years he was here. So how do Washingtonians feel about Wayne Rooney coming in to reform this team? I think there's certainly a lot of goodwill towards Rooney just because of what he was able to do here in those couple seasons. His first year here, they were a playoff team, which was not the, the normal status for the team. Uh, he really brought in energy, scored goals, just made the team a lot more exciting. He brought people out. So, you know, you could, you could go to D.C. and see people walking around with Wayne Rooney jerseys. And before then, you know, you'd probably never really see a, a D.C. United jersey on the street if you weren't at a game. But yeah, I think he's a guy who a lot of fans really appreciate for what he did for the city. Do you personally think he's going to turn this club around? He gets the most out of his players, for sure. When he was in England as a coach, he was very, they gave him very limited resources to be successful, but he was able to do that in his first season with Derby County, keeping the team afloat after they fired their previous coach and were struggling. He really kept them where they needed to be. And I think it's, you know, he's the kind of coach now who fans really respect, players really respect, just given what he was able to do as a player. And he's shown that he can coach. But I, it will definitely take a lot more than just um, him coming in to change the team. It's going to be a combination of things. The team willing to spend more money, really rebuild the team from scratch. But I think he's the right person to really lead this change. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. 
The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, A Vida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. So since Rooney has taken over the team, how would you say he's done so far? So I think it's been sort of growing pains just starting out as a new coach. You're kind of doing the best with the hand you're dealt because he's taking over for a guy who had taken over for a previous coach who had been there for over a decade. You know, the team hasn't been doing too well. They're at the bottom of the Eastern Conference right now. But it's you see sort of what he wants to do with the team. You know, they're playing a high-energy style. They're pressing. They're playing hard. But, um, yeah, it's not translated to success yet because, again, he has what he has at this moment. The team hasn't really been willing to really rebuild at this point because they want to see the season out. But for sure, you, you see what he wants to do. And it's not going to be a change that happens overnight. It's going to take a lot of, you know, the team investing money in the new talent and really rebuilding this roster. But right now it's, um, you know, kind of trying to get through the season and, and rebuild for the future. So let's talk about what this means to D.C. more generally. Why does D.C. United being a good MLS team again matter to D.C. residents? So when Major League Soccer started out, the first season played in 96, D.C. United was one of the first 10 clubs, and they were off the bat one of the best teams in the league. They won the championship in 96, in 97 as well, in 99, in 2004. And I think that kind of creating that kind of environment here in D.C. is important because it's a very diverse community with people from all over the world. I mean, even in the suburbs, Prince George's County, Montgomery County, it's people from South America, Central America, Mexico, Africa. And, you know, soccer is huge in those parts of the world. And kind of channeling all that into one sport, getting all those kinds of different diverse people to come watch a game is amazing. And that's kind of what the environment was when Wayne Rooney was here. People were coming out, you know, people from all over the world who were in D.C. from those parts of the world. He really brought in energy, created a scene here in D.C. that hadn't been really prevalent for a while. And I think, you know, D.C. is big on soccer. If Whenever you, like, check on viewership for, like, the Premier League in England or the, even the World Cup, D.C. is always in the top 10 cities for viewership. It's just a big sport here, even though, you know, soccer isn't the biggest sport in the, world, in, in the country. It's still really big in D.C., just given the diverse nature of the community here. So I think having a good team can really it's something that the community needs because, you know, you have all these soccer fans here watching, you know, teams that are outside the country. Why not, you know, have a good product in D.C.? People can go out, rally behind this, and, you know, you just create fans for a lifetime. I think D.C. needs a, another sports team that can really be successful, and right now we don't have too many in the area that are doing too well, so uh, if they can turn <laughs> things around, you get, fans to, you get fans to come out, have a good time, and I think that uh, just having a good team here in D.C. would really bring that energy and we're heading into a World Cup. So you, you kind of want that, I think, for a city like D.C. Absolutely. Let's bring the energy, the community. I'm so glad that you're doing that through your district football podcast and put helping D.C. stay on the map in terms of sports. I think a big thing for us is really getting the voice of the fan on our platforms. You, you're used to seeing just news everywhere. You know, all oh, the players signs this guy or the, this 
player gets cut from the team. But we want to really create a discussion with fans to really get their perspective on things because I think it's important to you you want to keep your fan base you know entertained you want to keep them involved because that's what you need to have a good team a good environment at the stadium if you don't have fans at a stadium it's just quiet and awkward and you don't want that so we try to maintain an energy around the team and it's always been ups and downs but we love the team we want to see the team do well yeah we just want to you know create a nice environment for everyone there thanks so much for joining us Juan I feel like I learned a lot Oh, no, I'm happy to be here. Always happy to talk about DC United. And yeah, just hope more people get out to games and enjoy the show. Before you go, here's some quick news. DC will be giving 600 families transitioning out of homelessness up to $10,000 cash each. It's part of a pilot program specifically designed to help families who receive public benefits from the government. They would typically risk losing those benefits if they earn a higher income. The families will be able to use the cash for housing, food, income assistance, or whatever other gaps pop up as they advance their careers. Meanwhile, the German grocery store Lidl is opening its first DC outlet at Skyland Town Center in Southeast next week. It'll be the first full-service grocer to open east of the river in more than 10 years. City leaders have long been trying to bring a grocery store to the area, often referred to as a food desert, and are hopeful that this will bring more fresh food options. And in much sadder news, a D.C. police dog died on Monday after his handler left him in a hot, unattended canine unit car. Now, MPD says that all canine vehicles have temperature monitors and that an alarm is supposed to go off if the car gets too hot. The Malinois shepherd who died was seven years old and police are investigating the incident. And finally, Montgomery County passed an e-scooter bill that requires riders to be over 14 years old and to not drive faster than 15 miles per hour. And if you're under 18, now you are legally required to wear a helmet or face a $50 fine. The new law applies to both personal and shared scooters. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. So if you're a regular listener, you already know that we're on the hunt for random acts of kindness. They can be as small as your neighbor helping you with your groceries into your apartment. Leave us a voicemail at 202-642-2654 if you've got a story like this, and you might even be featured on the podcast or the newsletter. And speaking of, make sure that you subscribe to both. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. Okay, I'm sorry. I just ate, so I have like rice stuck in my teeth.